This episode is sponsored by Flex Social Agency. legit episode 40 the grand 40 we made it to 40 episodes yeah can you believe that we used to think like uh 20 25 episodes was a lot yeah i know this is crazy who would have thought that we would have made it to 40 episodes on this podcast i know that's crazy yeah it's a blessing and it's been like a year no even over more than a year yeah, yeah. Th- thank you, everybody, for sticking around for this long, listening to our crazy shit. But you already know, it's your boy Wilson, a.k.a. 20 days until we bring the greatest festival in the world to Oakland, California. All my Bay Area shorties, get ready. A.k.a. So it's Virgo season. Just know that any savage behavior for me is allowed and shouldn't be questioned for the next few weeks. A.k.a. The weather's about to be trash all week here in Miami. Pull up, let's listen to some music, sip wine, play Fortnite, ignore text and cuddle, you know what I mean? Like, let's just chill. AKA, El Dominicano Morisoniano está buscando una jevita. AKA, don't judge me for the way I use my Tinder account. After the last episode, I had four different people criticize the fact that I matched a girl just to want to hang out with. It's 2018, let's not judge, guys. Grow up. Yeah, guys, grow up. And this is Kat, AKA, I'd like to dedicate this episode to everyone who is as excited to see Chris Aquino and Crazy Rich Asians as me, aka, guess what? Guess what, Wilson? What? Officially legit magnets are coming soon. Hey. hey. Aka, the best way to eat a rice dish is with a fork and a spoon. I will fight people on this. Aka. Asking someone if they remember the song All the Way Turned Up by Soldier Boy will always result in the same answer. AKA, I still cannot believe that the Fraser Brothers are not British. I am still bamboozled. AKA, Filipina Colada. Hey, this, that's, that's pretty cool. We got magnets coming in. Well, like, how big are they? They're like um, three inches wide by 2.69-ish inches tall. Um, they're pretty cool. I feel like I don't really want to... I want it to be a surprise, so I don't want to give too much detail away. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. We trust Kat. We trust Kat. We trust the vision. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And if you want me to save you a magnet, because there is a limited supply, just go ahead and email me at cat at two official two legit.com. Again, that's cat at two official two legit.com. And I will make sure to reserve you a, a magnet. So, limited supply again. Damn. Everybody's going to go crazy when they, when they see the rest of the shit that we're dropping soon, too. That's crazy. Yep. A lot of things coming. A lot of things coming. Yeah. There's a whole lot of things coming. So, Wilson, what did you have coming this week, this past week? Well, I, I think it would have been, like, came this week because it's, been like, past. Uh, caming <laughs> this week? <laughs> um, wow, it's, 
honestly, like this this week is has sort of been like a um getting back into my regular life week because, you know, I was on the road and stuff, and I needed. I had a lot of things that I needed to take care of at home. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. of, you know, I had some bills to pay and um, uh, real life, real really life, boring things. But <laughs> um, one thing that I did for sure that was good is I um, uh, I went to the greatest place on earth. You oh know my I mean? god! It's like <laughs> Tootsie's. Yeah, you already know. It's like you you know that feeling when you were younger and you went to Toys R Us. Um, yes. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. I felt like a kid going to Toys R Us. So, was when was the last time you went to Tootsie's? Like, has it been a while? or uh, A couple months ago. Okay. Was like, yeah, a couple months ago. So, were you going, like, all the time before? Or? No, no, I, I would go, if, if at, at most, it would be, like, once or twice a month. So, it was, like, a nice reunion for you. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, I legitimately like when I, when I when I found out that I was for sure going, I got all giddy, and then like the excitement of pulling up and seeing the lights, and you're like, oh yeah. And then like when you go inside, it's just like, oh man, it's like going to Disney or something. Really? Oh, I have <laughs> never been to Disney, so I can imagine this is what going to Disney's like. Wait, what? we talked about what? this already. I, I, we talked about it one time. What on podcast? Yeah. Really? I've never been to Disney. Oh my god. Let me rephrase that. I've been to Disney, but I was so young that I can't remember it. I was like three. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay, well that's not as bad as like never being there before in your whole life, but... Word. I... Do you you remember which park it was? I was three years old, guy. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I just know that there's a picture of me with a hat on. Oh, I have a picture of me when I was little at Disney with a hat on too. Cute. Yeah, so like, like the thing is, um, there's been times like multiple times where I was gonna go like with other you know with ex girlfriends or like a group of friends or whatever, mm-hmm. and for one reason or another it just didn't fall through. Whether it was car broke down on the way there Aww. or like yeah or weather or was, yeah there was like it was like life just never let me go to Disney. Wow, that's like really sad. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I use I use the example of Disney because I I always imagine I always imagine like as a kid or maybe even adults I don't know like when you're pulling up to Disney and you start seeing the the signs and the and the castle and mm-hmm. all that you start getting excited that's how it is when you, when you're pulling up to Tootsie's like you see the lights the, the neon lights and you're just like yeah like we're almost wow. there is there a castle no <laughs> not at all but um yeah no it was um. It was the homie. Uh, did, did you have the lobster tail? You already know. I would be. I would do a disservice to society if I didn't get one. <laughs> but um, true. <laughs> but it was um homie Benny. He he works with us. Um, he uh it was his birthday, and Manny. Uh, Manny. Oh okay. Yeah, and um, so you you pull up with this. It was a small group of us, and it was it was a good time. Now I do I do gotta say this. Um, I, I'm not 100% sure if I've talked about this in the past in this podcast, right? But I could hold my drink, right? Mm-hmm. I, like, when, <laughs> when it comes time to, like, going out, I think we talked about it. Like, I doesn't, it takes me a lot to get drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it takes me a lot to get drunk. But for some reason, I went over the top. 
This Aww. man took Jesus. And I got oh, no. wasted. This, this, this doesn't happen very often for me. You know what I mean? Like, I think I could count in one hand how many times I've been really drunk. Really? Like, and I was like, I would go from drinking some Jameson and ginger ale to drinking Henny and Coke and then going back to Jameson and ginger ale. So you weren't like drinking shots. Oh, no. And then I was also taking shots. Oh, okay. In between, <laughs> in between there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I was drunk, right? I wasn't like blackout or anything, but I was definitely drunk. And then I got home, um, and instead of doing the responsible thing, like going to sleep, mm-hmm. I decided to uh, play Fortnite, and what? I also streamed it. <laughs> you streamed <laughs> it? I... But you you mm-hmm. put yourself on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> this was, I got home like at one or two. And you were like streaming at like three in the morning, two, three in the morning? That late? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You know, I feel like every time I get drunk and I go on Instagram Live, I feel like people, I mean, I guess you're always watching it, but like. I never judge. <laughs> I never judge. Okay, because some people. I didn't judge. All right, that's true. That's true. You're always like the one viewer. I, exactly. But I, I never judge, though. Okay. See, you, you, right. you, you were about to judge me and I had to stop you. So well, I never judged you. People have like literally stopped me from going on Instagram live after drinking so I you know nah do you you know what I'm saying like chill. I appreciate but, it like um <laughs> I I ended up streaming until like 5 in the morning and you had viewers that late yeah yeah for sure I had like at, like the most I mean it's so late at night the most I had at one time was like maybe like 12 viewers but it was like still like in and out or whatever yeah and I just remember um I had like I had like all right. So on on Xbox they have like this thing called Mixer, right? It's like a way to do live stream. Like that's not Twitch, or you don't have to use like the camera. Mm-hmm. So I was just audio streaming, right? And oh, so no video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was audio streaming, and the thing is that you can do you can like click to let whoever is on your stream also jump on so they could talk as well. So <laughs> I did that, and like I was like I was like doing like this therapeutic session with this guy that said his wife cheated on him what i don't know who the hell that guy was <laughs> i don't know who that guy was was he playing too or like no he was just he was watching me play and then talking to me and whoever else was in the room wow bonding it was very weird yeah very weird <laughs> yes yeah, it's it only a few times i've ever streamed and this is, the, this is the, definitely the longest time that i streamed and yeah no it's it's interesting um, but yeah, no, I had I had a good time. It was it's very unusual for me to step out of my comfort zone and get wasted like that. So, yeah, I did though. Um, was it was it someone's birthday? Yeah, yeah, it was my my friend my friend Manny's birthday. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. So um, it uh, it it was it was good it was good to get away from like all the all the stress of work because you know other than that I you know, been in the office 10, 12 hours a day sort of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, we're getting close to the show, so you already know how that is. How many days left? 20 days. <gasps> oh, snap. That's not far. Yeah. Well, do you guys have, like, a playlist for your trip over there? No, 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 we don't. <laughs> really? Okay, well, I have a playlist, a California-themed playlist, if you're interested. You have a whole playlist? Duh. 
It's <laughs> it was uh, originally created for this trip that me and my friend Maureen were supposed to take to this Adobe conference, which happens in California, and it has all songs that have to do with California. So like the Big Bands in California song, yeah. you know, <laughs> and like other stuff like California Love. Okay, that's that's it. I promise I won't sing anymore. But yeah, it's really good, and I think you'll like it. I'm sure I'll like it. So, Not yeah. sure if I'll play it though. Only what? because I have. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Only, only because. Only because when I travel, right? Mm-hmm. When I travel, I really don't. Like, I'll listen to music, right? But I mostly like watch movies or, t- or TV shows. Okay. Like, I'll have it downloaded on my phone or computer or whatever. I mean, you can also download my playlist on your phone for you to listen to. So, yeah. No, then I'll then I'll go to sleep. Like if I'm not doing that, I'm sleeping. But I mean, no, it'll wake you up. It's so good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but who are you most excited to see at Rolling Loud? This next one. Um, oh, 100% definitely Travis Scott. Typical. Like, what just hit seeing <laughs> wow wow but anyways seeing his new album live is, is definitely gonna be good is he going to have any cool installations like he usually does anything new yeah but i can't talk about it <sighs> i can't i can't talk about useless. it useless um he definitely will though um but yeah the the everything you know else has been kind of like coming together um you know you already know we have other other festivals that we're working on and um other show like tours like come have a Denzel Curry tour that was announced um also a Fat Nick tour and a Ghost Bane tour I'm gonna be doing a lot of going to Tampa and stuff yay um, in October are you sure you want to reveal that no I have to say it because <laughs> it's yeah yeah in October um it's it's been kind of weird because last year I had more time for me to take random trips. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it hasn't been the same this year. Um, so yeah, I kind of you know I miss I miss going back and being normal for a day or whatever. Yeah, and um, karaoke. I want to do that soon. Yeah, karaoke night officially legit. Honestly, I need that. Yeah, we need to have I another one. That. We like, we should plan the next need, one. We need the random karaoke night. Um, and it's got to be at the Tampa Karaoke VIP place because I cannot find another karaoke place that has, like, your own private rooms. And, like, everywhere else, it's you're at a bar and you are doing karaoke in front of a bunch of strangers. And I feel like people are more likely to actually participate if you have your own, like, enclosed space so you can, like, just only be singing in front of people you know so yeah it'll have to be at tampa karaoke for those really important private yeah. rooms it, it is very important you're right um all right so let's do this so my birthday is september 12th right <gasps> i i plan on going to tampa the weekend before before september 12th um, that weekend. yeah okay let me, mm-hmm. i'm gonna write it down right now my plan so um like let's do like September eighth. Let's do let's plan karaoke night that night. And okay. I'm saying this publicly to the podcast. So like, if you want to invite yourself, just let us know. 
Yeah, let us know. Hit us up at Wilson at twofishtoolidget.com. Mm, mm. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to use our email addresses, okay? I feel you, I feel you. But, but the thing is, like, I feel like, all right, if you guys are interested, hit us up on our socials and we'll send you guys an invite via email. Okay. How about that? Yes, that works. I just want to use the email. All right, yeah. If you guys are down, <laughs> hit us up on our socials. Um, yeah, September 8th. We're probably going to do it at night. Um, and that's a sad Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll send you guys an invite. Well, yeah, it would definitely have to be at nighttime. I feel like that would be kind of weird. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be, can you imagine? Like, Daytime? Having, actually, karaoke with mimosas is not a bad idea. Oh, shoot, yeah. Not not a bad idea. It's, you know, there's a way to make a vibe out of daytime karaoke. That is so true. But you know what? Let's hear from you guys. Do you want brunch karaoke or late night type karaoke? Let me know. Send me an email at cat at two official two legit dot com. Let us know what your vote is. <laughs> she really just wants to use that email. Yep, exactly. So, um, how was the rest of your week? What else did you do besides Tootsies and live streaming um, and relationship counseling? I guess. <laughs> so I went to go see um, the Meg yesterday. Is that the one where it's like there's a huge shark mm-hmm. and they're like. Uh, underwater yeah. researchers researching this huge shark. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so going into the movie, right? I was expecting it to be really cheesy and corny and like sort of like I don't know if you remember um Piranhas, the movie um, Piranhas. No. I was like just no. really over the top corny. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, um, it was not like that. It was actually a really good movie. Really? Um, well, for what it was, it was a good movie. Oh. You know, obviously like a lot of CGI with the shark or whatever. True. But like it, it was it was a good good action movie. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, okay, that's good. It's, it's definitely, you know, I wanted to bring that up to say like you know Jason Statham like the the actor. Yeah. How come he plays the same role in every movie? Hmm. You mean like super badass guy who is like just super intense all the time? I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, he. He legitimately in every single movie plays the same the same guy. Like I feel I feel like the, the the joke is that it's the same it's the same character. Like 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 it's it's one movie for him sort of thing. Like you know this is his life. Real life? Yeah. <laughs> this is sort of like his life. Like a documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. We end up finding out that there's a Jason Statham universe or whatever where he's just just such a badass that he does all these things. Um, but no, like, I remember Bruce Willis was sort of, like, in that situation, but then he started doing, like, serious movies, like The Sixth Sense, you know what I mean, and stuff like that, so, um... Oh, man, Bruce Willis, I was just watching, like, his roast. It was pretty good. On Comedy Central, uh, it was? It was good. Uh. I I I watched it, I watched it, I I I thought it was funny. I mean, really, like, the only roast that I actually legitimately enjoyed was the one about uh, the roast of James Franco, and it was just the one part with Andy or Adam Adam Sandberg, I don't remember his name, but he was just, it was like the anti-roast. See, that's like one of the worst roles though no it was so funny because he was just like making jokes about like self-deprecating jokes about himself it was it was pretty good like honestly i think the the best roast that i can remember there's a couple that i seen was really good bob saggins was really good oh isn't he like really weird kind of creepy yeah he is um <laughs> low-key donald trump was good too though well, well, actually, you know, it's probably super 
Actually, no, it is definitely super easy to make fun of him, so it's probably hilarious. And, and the, the fact that, that that happened, like, literally, like, six months before he announced that he was going to be, like, running for president, like, seriously, like he, like, he was, like, tweeting about it and saying it, but, like, he never made the official announcement. So, like, that roast happened, like, six... That roast really is what kicked off his campaign, like, uh, to be honest. Yeah, that sounds about right. A roast. <laughs> because every everybody on there was was bringing up the fact that he was tweeting, saying that he wanted to become president. It was like, you're delusional, you'll never make it, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. And look at him now. Look at us now. <laughs> now we're here. Wow. Yeah. Um. But, um. yeah, no, that was basically my week. I It was mostly filled with recuperating my life um, and, you know, live streaming drunk Fortnite. Welcome and, back. <laughs> So why are you so against live streaming our Jersey Shore drinking game, then? Well, that's because you're trying to do it, like, with a visual thing. We don't, we don't have to do visual. We could just do the audio. It wouldn't make sense if it's not. Yeah, we could just record ourselves, like, the audio of us drinking just, and watching the video. See, not me, though. When I watch something, I'm, like, kind of quiet. Psh, okay, whatever. I mean, all right, well, listeners out there, if you would like to listen to us do the Jersey Shore Drinking Game, just let me know. Email us at cat at legit.com. Let us know what you think. So, anyways, I think it's about time for me to talk about my week. Um, remember uh, last week, last episode, I mentioned how a website that I've been working on was finally live. It was for 82 West Distilling uh, Rum Company. Mm-hmm. So... Their opening was this past weekend, and Matt and I went, and it was just one of the coolest things about being a designer is actually seeing the shit that you make actually become real and become something that you is tangible and that people, other people besides you on your computer screen are seeing. So I was really excited and happy and elated to see everything there at the distillery. So um, all the bottles, well, they have four four flavors, or no, it might be more than that. I should know this. But they have a few flavors available out of, like, 18 mm-hmm. or so. And, and you can try what they currently have um, available at the distillery in their tasting room. And you can't actually buy drinks there it's kind of weird because um they're tech what you can do is you can taste the rum and then you can also buy like a full-on bottle um so while we're there i had a dark and stormy which is delicious matt had a straight up shot uh well it wasn't a shot but it was like just the just rum in ice and which i cannot do i'm not sophisticated enough to do that yet but um i did realize though about myself that i do like rum i enjoy it And I'm, like, trying to be, like, I'm trying to be a sophisticated, as I said, sophisticated adult and have, like, a drink of choice. Um, So I can't do vodka, though. Mm -hmm. I, like, I can't take shots of it. I can't even smell it because it's, I'm just completely ruined from college days when that's, like, for some reason the only drink that we would have. And, like, of course, we would only consume them via shots. But, anywho, I'm just glad that I do definitely like rum, and, nice. yeah, so, Dark and Stormies. Rum is good. Bring them, bring them over. I can't, I can drink vodka, but it has to be mixed with something. But, like, gin, for example, no, hard pass. Gin, gin, gin is an acquired taste. To me, like, I have to be in the mood. I have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. 
I, I can't if even. Not, it, it tastes weird. I can't even drink it in anything, pretty much, because it just tastes like soap. I don't know. Even if it's mixed with shit. Like, it's just, I can just taste it, and I wish I could like it, though. But, yeah, maybe I just need to practice. <laughs> but, um, speaking of alcohol, <laughs> um, have you heard of the sparkling sangria called, like, Capriccio? 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 It was, like, all over Twitter. Like a couple months ago. Yeah, no, yeah. Have you tried it? No. Well, like I said, it had been like really, really popular on Twitter. So, um, Jasmine, shout out to Jasmine. And I have been searching far and low for this sparkling sangria. Because it sounds sangria, I love it. Who doesn't love sangria? It's like basically juice. And sparkling, it's a sparkling drink. Hello, fancy. You all know, you all know how I am always trying to be fancy. So it seems perfect. We finally found it after months of searching. Months. And it's disgusting. Oh no. It was so gross. Like, alright, so when you first drink it, it comes in a bottle. Uh, kind of like a beer bottle or whatever. And it has really cute packaging. It has like fruit all over it. So you're like, oh, this is, this is fun. You know, I feel sassy right now. I'm gonna have a little bit of bubbly sangria. So you twist it open. And you take the first sip, and it's like, hmm, I can taste, I can taste the sangria, but something seems kind of off, and it is definitely carbonated. But then you swallow it, and it tastes like straight-up medicine, like cough medicine or something. Um, but I still finished it. Um, <laughs> I still drank it and fell asleep immediately, passed out on the couch. You passed out? Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> I also, it was, it is very strong. I mean, that is one of the reasons why, like, people are super into it because, like, it's a, it's sangria. Well, it's supposed to taste good. And, like, it one bottle does a trick. Anywho, um, yeah, I fell asleep immediately. It was, like, midnight maybe, and I, I was already asleep. But I had also, to my defense, I also had, like, a super big meal because, of course, as we usually do whenever we have these get-togethers, we had, like, really awesome food um like jasmine made these little pizzas and i had like four slices and like charcuterie you know <laughs> so i mean to be honest i'm not really sure what caused me to fall asleep because i only had one alcoholic drink so i don't know if i was really drunk wow, or so, I was just full <laughs> really I mean, so full it didn't it didn't um get you drunk but it made you fall asleep i'm not i'm not not sure if it got me drunk I just know that there was a lot of happening, and it was also Friday, so you know, long day at work. I'm I'm old now, so just all these different thing things coming at me. Got the alcohol, I got the food, got the real life stresses. Oh I don't gosh. know. I fell asleep regardless at like twelve thirty at night, but whatever. Um, in conclusion, I probably. So the drink was disgusting, and I was super disappointed, but I feel like I probably should give it another chance. I'll probably, I'll well, probably try it again. Um, yeah, I, this is the review of that Sincrio. <laughs> Capriccio. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. The review is, I'm disappointed by the taste, but I'll definitely try it again. <laughs> okay, so we all deserve a second chance, particularly if you're alcohol. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, so that was basically my Friday night. Um, no strippers, but still had a pretty good time. And 
went to bed at a reasonable hour. So. Yeah, I know. It sounds sounds like you um went all out. Yeah, you know it. And today, Matt and I are going to the Rays game, which is USF Day themed. So, like, all the alumni of USF get like a free hat, which is cool, and it has gonna have like the USF logo and everything on it. And um, also, it's like apparently Players Weekend. So all of the players, like, on both teams get to wear a jersey with their nickname on the back, which is pretty cute. Not gonna lie. It's cute. Now, what if what if you're a player that doesn't have a nickname? Aww. Do you just, have, do you just wear your regular, regular jersey like a loser? Aww. No, I feel like someone on your team would, like, throw something together. I don't know, make something up. Give you a nickname. You know? There's a lot of players on the baseball team. I'm yeah. pretty sure some scrub doesn't have a nickname. So then, you your nickname can be Scrub. Boom, so. there you go. Um, what would your nickname be on the back of your jersey? Me? Yeah. Dominicano Morisoñando. I already told you. That's my, that's my new nickname. Say it again. Dominicano Morisoñando. Oh, what does that mean? You know how, like... Oh, um, you're Filipina colada? Yeah. I'm Dominicano Morisoñando. Is it a drink? It is. What kind of drink is it? The actual definition of Morisoñando, right, is dying in your sleep. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's dark. Well, the drink, the drink Morisoñando is an incredible Dominican drink. Ooh, what's it made out of? Is it alcoholic? No, it's not. It's not like an alcoholic drink. It's like, uh, no, no, it's not alcoholic. It's just like a a a, a, a smoothie sort of thing, oh. like a milkshake smoothie sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it's okay. really good. Um, is there different ways to make it? But the traditional way, it, this sounds really crazy. <laughs> it sounds really crazy. But the tra- traditional way is just orange juice and like um, uh, carnation milk. Oh, like condensed Carna- condensed milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. and um, put it in a blender with ice um, and some sugar, and then like just a little bit of oatmeal, and oh. yeah, that's it. It's really so, like, good. Th- is the oatmeal to thicken it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's there to thicken. The ice and the oatmeal just to make it thick. Mm, I'm gonna try it. It's really good. Where can I get it? Um, any Dominican restaurant. Okay. <laughs> Basically. Let's go. Yeah, I, I love Dominican food. I don't know, and in, in, you might have to go to Tampa, though, because I don't think St. Pete got anything like that. Yeah, that's something I have noticed about St. Pete. Like, okay, Tampa, you can basically find a restaurant for any, almost any culture that you can think of. Um, like, I had, like, a Peruvian place. There were tons of boba places. Right. And with St. Pete, like, there are tons of great food off, food places here, but, like, I still can't find my boba place. You know what I mean. So I'm still on the hunt for all these, for all these restaurants. You know what I what I noticed in Tampa that there's like a lot of Brazilian spots to eat. Yes, there are. Oh my god, I'm hungry. <laughs> I love Brazilian women. So like that that makes sense. Brazilian food gotta be good. I've ne- I don't think I've ever had. Oh no, I lied. I lied. I went to this Brazilian burger spot one time. Really? Was it? It was really good. But that's like I like that's like the only Brazilian food I ever had. It's you Brazilian burger. You haven't had like the you haven't been to a Brazilian place where they like cut the meat like right where you're sitting like they have those big like sword thingies and they have the meat on it and they just slice it on your plate. Nah. No. Wait. Yeah, I have. It it was just there's just 
um, a, uh, Asian restaurant in near near New Tampa. I forgot what it's called. Hibachi, like a hibachi place. No, it's not a hibachi, but they cook it in front of you. Um, like hibachi. No, I'm trying to tell you, I, I've been to Hibachi too, but like, there's just like, it's this place in New Tampa where you sit down and you like, you order like, all right, every, every, there's only, there's only like four tables in the room, right? Four big tables. And like, you sit down and they literally, they make everything. Like they make your salad in front of you. They make, they roll your sushi in front of you, like everything in front of you. Maybe this can be the go-to birthday dinner spot in September, perhaps. Yeah? Yeah, for that you got to make reservations, though. Because there's, like, really limited seating. You know what I mean? <sighs> I wish you remembered the name of the restaurant. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because that was, like, year, a few years ago. So i got to make sure that that place is still open. If you guys know what I'm talking about, just hit me up because I forgot. Yeah, you know, send an email over to Wilson <laughs> at twoofficial2legit.com so we can figure out the name, so we can make the reservation, so that we can eat there, get fueled up for karaoke for Wilson's birthday. It's scary. It's, it is frightening me because my birthday is oh. coming up, and I had a conversation with my father yesterday about my birthday because mm-hmm. he was just like, he called me to remind me that my birthday was coming up. He was. He called no, you to remind no, you. No, like he he legitimately like thinks that because like I'm always on the move and like on you know like working and stuff that I might have forgot that my birthday was coming up. Aww. So like he he called me to like sort of remind me that, and 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 like but what what he said to me made me really scared though, right? Because I'm about to be 28. Okay. Me too. And what he said to me was 28 is like. A really important year because it's the year when people can legitimately tell you you're almost 30 <sighs> like like at 27 you're so you still got a few years left right but at 28 you're literally almost 30 yeah I still have like uh, half a year or so until I turn 28 but my mom has not waited to remind me that I am almost 30 yeah so I feel like I have, like, pressure. <laughs> I feel that. Same. But I'm also, like, pretty excited to turn, like, to be in my late 20s and to turn 30 because I feel like, I don't know, you are seen to have more wisdom. <laughs> and, like, not that you don't, you can't be wise or whatever while you're in your later, your younger 20s or whatever, but, like, People, I feel like, are more likely to trust you and to see you as someone like, oh, yeah, she knows what she's talking about once you're, like, already later in your 20s or in your 30s. You you might give off being a little bit more established. Um, right. So that's that's an upside. That's something that I'm looking forward to getting, reaching this, this end of the decade. Mm-hmm. Trying to be optimistic through the fear. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's a little, a little scary because like, damn, that goes back to what I had talked about, um, in the premiere of the season. Is like, yo, like, I really do got to figure out emotionally what I'm gonna do with my life if I'm gonna end up being the bachelor for the rest <laughs> of my life. Why did you have to whisper it? Or, <laughs> 
I don't know. It seemed like it was like a moment where you just gotta like, like get real little, be like the bachelor, you know. For so dramatic. <laughs> um, or if um, if I end up wanting to start dating again. Oh man. Okay, and I actually I do want you to clarify something because in your intro in this episode, you talk about how like you you are allowed to be a savage during these times <laughs> or something. What was well, that? See, that's 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 the thing. What I said was, I said, just know that any savage behavior from me is allowed for the, for a few weeks, right? Mm. Hold on, hold on. But savage behavior doesn't necessarily have to mean um, with women. Like, it, like it could be savage is like, I can, I'm allowed to be rude. Oh, <laughs> to be rude, or or tweet outlandish things, or ignore text wow you know what i mean like like things like that like i don't necessarily mean um reckless with women behavior okay i have i have been behaving myself i went i went out to see um the meg yesterday with this girl and i let her know up front like yo like i'm trying to figure myself out like i'm not trying to do anything except watch this movie um, if you don't want to watch it then i'll watch it by myself <laughs> you know what I mean like Dang. and she accepted it she she knew I was serious yeah 2018 is about being upfront and direct exactly mm-hmm. but um yeah no I, I gotta I gotta figure myself out you know what I mean if, if I'm, I'm about to be 28 and that scares me a little bit but you know something that I do have to remind myself at least about is how like you know I don't have to figure out everything in my 20s you know what I mean yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think this is something that we covered early on in our podcast in, like, season one. But it's, like, this pressure that we put on ourselves um, that we have to, like, accomplish and, and achieve our dreams in our 20s for some reason. Um, I don't know why we do that. It also comforts me that Future didn't become popular until he was in his 30s. Exactly. And 2 chains too. And two chains. Well, yeah, two chains. <laughs> so we. Oh, so yeah. There's uh. Sarah Paulson too. And Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Yep. American Horror Story. So speaking of movies, um, we both saw Crazy Rich Asians, didn't we? We did. And so, in case you have not seen it yet, and you don't want any spoilers this is the time to pause and fast forward because we're about to get into it crazy rich asians right right so um i i kind of want to say that i i actually watched this movie a while ago so i have like i have like these um screening tickets Mm -hmm. right like whenever there's like an upcoming movie that they want people to go review right um because of my my business they 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 count me as a as a review. Rolling guy. loud. So like yeah, it's weird. So like I have to submit like reviews to like for movies like ahead of time. So I ended up watching this like to be honest like around July fourth, like way way a long time ago. Um, and um, of course when when I when I when I saw that I had like a screen ticket for this movie, I knew nothing about this movie. I knew that like there was like a book, right? It was like a book. It was based on a book, but I saw that it was a rom com, and I'm like that. That made me not want to go see it at first. But then, 
I was going through like this is like a, a real life story like I was going through like this like at the time like this rough patch right and um like mentally and I needed to get away so I went by myself to go watch it um and uh I saw that it had Constance Wu Constance Wu on it right ah oh, she's so and, great yeah I fucking love her like if she's like in my top five potential baby mamas well coincidence she's also in my top list of um potential baby mamas <laughs> yeah so um I, I went into the movie not knowing a thing of what the movie was about not knowing a thing of what the book was about right i literally didn't know anything i just knew it was based on a book i knew that i was in a screening and a, a screening with a whole bunch of agents like, <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating when I say this, right? It was me. It was two old white guys, right? It was a, a middle-aged black woman, okay, and it was about eighty Asians. Wow, 80, eighty-five Asians. It was. It was. Makes it was, sense. Pretty, it was pretty cool because I, I go to a lot of screenings, right? And when I go to screenings, normally, like, the based on the movie, you and you'd be able to tell what kind of demo you would have, right? So, like, um, other movies in the past, like, I, I watched a screening for, like, Spider-Man last year, right? It was, like, a younger, um, like, college-age crowd, right? This was, like, sort of, like, old people and young people that were there to see this to see the screening. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, go watch it, and the movie was really good. Um, I've talked about this in the past. When I watch movies, I don't, I kind of don't watch it based off of um, uh, hype or anything like that. I, I look for it to like how the how the odd like the soundtrack is. I look for how the the cinematography is, like the like like the actual like the the camera views and shit like that. And it was actually like a beautiful movie. Like, the way that it was shot. It was, it was shot so well. Yeah, and going back to the soundtrack, I loved how they did covers of really popular songs, but in Chinese. Right, right, right. And, all right, so when you think of a rom-com, right? Mm-hmm. And um, my, my, my review of the movie would probably be different from you, right? But, like, mm-hmm. when, I, when, when I think of a rom-com, I, I think of something that's boring to me. Right. Well, to me, to me, like me being, I guess, the typical stereotypical guy that doesn't enjoy rom coms. Like it was just. I actually hate rom coms generally. So. Oh, okay, cool, <laughs> cool. I, I, I just think it's sort of like a stereotype. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Girls like rom rom coms. Guys don't like rom coms, right? So like, um, uh, I, gen generally it's one all right this is like the, the formula for most rom-coms right is the guy is poor the girl is rich um they somehow end up meeting in the middle somewhere and they end up falling for each other or vice versa the guy's rich the girl's poor right like it's either one way or another but i've never seen a movie where both characters were really really rich like i, I don't think i've ever seen a movie like that you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, well, it was just the guy that was super rich, but yeah, the girl wasn't, like, super poor or anything. Right, exactly. In, like, exactly, the conflict ended up being more of a cult, um, I don't want to say a cultural thing, but yeah, sort of like a cultural thing versus an economic thing, right? 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Like, how they, they completely flipped the rom-com stereotype on its head, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was, like, on, on the overview, like, how like how, much, how I enjoyed the movie. It was just it was really good. Yeah, I, it was really good. And um, I was actually surprised by how much I really liked it because um, I normally, like I said earlier, I don't really like romantic comedies um and just romance stuff in general it's like kind of corny and like they try i mean romantic comedies are not as bad because obviously the comedy part but like but for example like there's a particular scene um it's during the wedding um when you have the main guy he's like the best man and he's up at the altar with the husband to be and then you have rachel who's in the like pews and they just it goes back and forth between the guy and rachel and then the bride and the groom and like just keeps going back and forth between them all smiling at each other and like they're like all in love with each respective persons or whatever and just keeps going back and forth to this like really like beautiful love song or whatever and it's like okay we get it they're all in love we get it enough the montage can be over now but (laughs) regardless though like by the end of it i had already been crying like multiple times so i guess it's a sign that i still liked it loved it really regardless um but as i said in my nick my intro for this episode uh, fucking Chris Aquino is in it. Hello. And in case you don't know who Chris Aquino is, which you should, but it's fine. She's this huge <laughs> megastar in the Philippines. Singer, actress, producer. And when I was a little kid, she was like already a huge star. So it's really cool to see her finally in like a mainstream feature film in the U.S., you know, getting the recognition she deserves. So it's funny you say that because I I read recently an article about her saying how um, she she really was trying to make it in in through the indie film, like, like, and it, it wasn't working out for her. So like she's put out like, and she's been like in movies, right? In, in, in mm-hmm. movies that made it here, but it none of it ever blew up, right? None of it ever blew up like like this movie did. True. Yeah, I wish she could have been in it longer, but it was still cool to see. Um, so who? Oh, who was your favorite character in the movie? Oh, definitely Rachel, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Me too. I also really liked um, that one guy. He was Filipino, um, I could tell, and he's also in Superstore, and, like... Oh, yeah, what's his name? He helped, like, dress her for the big wedding. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He was really funny, um, so... I wish I didn't remember his name, but he's really good. Um, yeah, I feel like I need to start watching Superstore, because I know that that guy is in it, and I think he has a pretty big role in that movie. Um, as far as the main main guy in Crazy Rich Asians, I feel like I didn't really like like him that much. Um, he was he was okay. He was like kind of like a neutral character for me, personally. Now, did you um, stay to watch the mid credit scene? Yes, I did. It's it's the one with the sister, the older sister who just left her cheating husband. And, like, she makes eye contact with this new random guy, and they're like, ooh, intrigued. Yeah, that's basically it, yeah. Yeah, I, I was reading something, like, 
after I watched the movie, you know, I started looking online a little bit about it. It's like that there's potential in the sequel. Oh yeah, there's gonna be one. Is it confirmed? I, I didn't know if it was like confirmed. Yeah, a couple weeks ago on Twitter, I saw it. Oh, I, well, I, 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 like, I'm talking about, like, back in July, like, I, I was reading something saying that, like, they were, they were thinking about, they were thinking about making a sequel, but they wanted to see how it did, whatever. Yeah, so, the tweets that I was seeing was that a sequel has been confirmed because of how good Crazy Rich Asians was doing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but I really liked it. I liked the soap opera twist and turns, and, like, you think you like someone, but they actually turn out to be a horrible person. Um, but something I am hoping for for the future is like a movie where it is a full cast of Asians, but like the name Asian isn't necessarily right in the title. I mean, I know that's in the book. But it's but the book title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, which I mean makes it less bad. But like growing up, I wish I would always like wonder why there can't be a TV show or like a movie or something where it's about like Asian Americans and like it's not just completely about like their being Asian American but of course you ha- you highlight it in certain ways that's relevant to the story but like it's just about you know it's like someone like me like going about their daily life living this American Asian perspective right right um, so I'm hoping that you know this is definitely the a stepping stone and it's an important one um, but now I guess it's time for the critique section of the episode and something that I noticed is that with the accents in Crazy Rich Asians so like you have a lot of the characters speaking in a British or American accent whereas like the people who had the thicker Asian accents were the comedic relief and like the cheating husband and which I thought was like kind of weird see I, I I I I thought about that too, right? Is like the accents of how like diverse they were, right? Like how wide on the spectrum the accents were throughout the movie. And I thought maybe it might have like I, I, obviously I didn't read the book, right? But mm-hmm. I thought maybe it might have been explained in the book because somebody in the in the theater as I was walking out, right, was like a, another review lady, right, was saying that like um it didn't bother her at all because it was in the book. But I didn't read the book, so I can't, like, clarify that. True. We just need more thick Asian accents just everywhere. Um, Other critique is Aquafina and the weird accent that she was putting on. Yeah, that's actually, like, my only... If I were to have a critique, my only critique. Um, See, all right, this is the thing. Like, when, when, when... when you cast Aquafina for anything, you get what you get. Like she's a, she's Jason Statham. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. no, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. Like like there's like she only has one role. You know what I mean? She only has one role. But now, now if if you were to if you were to ask me how I feel about Aquafina the person versus Aquafina's character is two different things, right? Because I felt like Aquafina played what her character was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Was supposed to be. But if that's her though. You know what I mean? Like when when you when you realize that that's probably not her acting, that's just how she is on everything she does. It's that's when you raise other questions. <laughs> that's, that's when you raise other questions. True. And so here's the thing. Um, I actually ended up 
enjoying a lot of Aquafina's performance in Crazy Rich Asians. I thought she was pretty funny um, in it. I thought she was funny in Ocean's Eight as well. And then it's like there's a there's one scene where she's like trying to figure out her. She gets invited like last minute to um, this family party that the really super rich guy um, was his family was hosting and so she like goes to the back of her car she pulls out three outfit options in her trunk and she like pulls out the cocktail one and Rachel's like did you just have these outfits like ready to go and she's like I'm not an animal Rachel and like that was hilarious to me but it's when she does certain the certain accent that has been described as a black accent that is just it's just super cringy and it's super weird and like why do you have to do that you know what I mean like why do you have to put on this act that seems very forced non authentic mm-hmm. and I know that she usually like refers to her background where she grew up as like oh so this is why I can talk like that but like I don't know I don't I don't believe it and I remember first seeing her um, videos like her rap videos and the videos where she interviews people on YouTube and I just remember thinking like okay who is this girl um this is this is giving me like super uh, culturally appropriative vibes you know what I mean and I mean I also grew up around a lot of Asian Americans and I've seen Asian Americans who like try to put on this like have this voice and put on this act and that really harps on the on black culture and I just know it's not real you know you don't talk to your parents like that you don't that's you this is all an act right right and Um, so I think that's what Aquafina does too so here's the thing it's 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 like a sensitive subject right all right so I'm gonna give you a little backstory I I grew up in a neighborhood right where um in Patterson New Jersey where I had like a very diverse group of friends, right? And the same block that I grew up in, it was me being the Dominican, right? There was another Dominican kid on the block. Um, there was this, this black family in front of us, right? And then there was um, an Indian family next door, okay? And um, we all grew up in a very, very bad neighborhood in Patterson, New Jersey, right? Um, I, I... I can't speak for how other people feel, but I don't have a distinct of what you would call a ghetto tone, right? Because that, that's what I read in the review that Aquafita at is, a ghetto toned, right? And, um, but I could say that, like, I recently caught up with um, my old um, Indian friend, right, that used to live next door to me, and he very much does talk, like, if you were to consider a, what would you call it, a black scent? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it almost seems like it's forced. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like, it almost seems like it's forced, right? Like he's forcing it. And does I I, I ask myself, right? Does is that something that like, uh, is it's like a voluntary thing, or is that like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. Like, do you like does that is that just natural for like somebody like Aquafina? Or, or is that, you know what I mean, just, an, is it an act? Or is it an act? Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, we have to admit that I don't know her. I don't know her personally. Mm-hmm. I don't actually, like, I didn't see her grow up or anything. It's just, it reminds me of people that I've known in mm-hmm. my real life who 
that was not how they lived. That was not authentic to them. And I would not be surprised if someone trying to make it in the entertainment industry tried to use black culture in their advantage and tried to use it to make themselves sound cool or sound edgy or whatever. And gotcha. like, yeah. But regardless, I go back to what I said earlier. Like she played her role really well. Like like as as her as her role, it's it was played. It was she played the the comedic role that she was supposed to play. Yeah. Right, but that's when you have to ask whether that was an act or is that how she really is? Because you know what I mean. That she, she everywhere you see her is like the, like I said, the, like the Jason Statham. You only see her <laughs> play that role. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. She even whenever she takes pictures, um, when she takes promotional pictures and stuff, she like never smiles. And I'm not. This is not the same as like someone telling a woman to smile. Like this is something yep. different. It's having to look like tough and gangster in all the pictures but it's like look you're on the red carpet for for oceans eight with all your friends all your friends are having a good time and they're all smiling why are you still looking doing the same gangster face in this picture why so it just seems forced to me you know right and even in her in her promo run because she's doing promo for the movie and like she's did, she's done like I think Variety magazine and like L like on their U- YouTube channels. I've seen like mm-hmm. th- there's just, like this thing where she's taking over uh, the the cast Instagram account, right, or something like that. And like it was just really hard to watch. <laughs> it was just really hard to watch because it probably came off forced, you know. Yeah. Like you can tell. Right, right, right. But again, Aquafina, not judging her acting. You did a really good job in the movie. She did a really no, good job in the movie. Right. It's like she's she's a good actress and she has good comedic timing and stuff and <laughs> she's she could be potentially like a really funny, like great actress. I just wish she would drop the whole, you know, acting black or like trying to act black but being super anti black mm-hmm. by doing so. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, but um for for a movie that broke in multiple ways, the stereotype of rom-coms from it being um, an, an Asian-focused movie as well as being a non, uh, non-typical non uh, um, both-are-rich scenario, um, I give it a 9 out of 10 movie. That's pretty high, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a must-watch, for sure. But anyways, I think it is time for another segment. Yes. It's time for sports. Cat takes on sports. Yeah, let's do it. All right, sports back again. So this episode, Wilson had me look up about the preseason football. Preseason football? Because football's about to start. <laughs> um, so football's about to start and you know people are looking at the preseason games <laughs> um and okay i tried reading like three separate articles one was like forbes one was bleachers one was like yahoo sports and oh my god that was it's so technical and like so specific with involving names of people I've never heard of with their blitzes and like their passes and the snaps and whatever and I did not understand anything they said I did try though I promise 
Uh, you said you had a draft going on? Yeah, I have two drafts today. One with the, one with my yearly draft with like a, like some friends from Tampa. And then I have another one that I'm actually joining um, with Theo. Shout out to Theo. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, so I plan on winning that league also. Sometimes I'll remember that I'm technically still part of a fantasy baseball league, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how that's doing. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, I spent a couple of weeks where I couldn't really focus on it, right? And I look, and I'm like, damn, I'm still in first place. Like, holy shit, this is crazy. Wow. I mean, I think I'm doing... I don't know. I, I tried, um, but it just goes on for so long. Baseball is so long and now i have another sport think about football um so who are you going to be rooting for this season well i i'm i'm a jets fan um my my team is pretty garbage they're actually very (laughs) garbage but i look forward to see how the rookie quarterback um sam mcdonald does wow so yeah that's something else that i noticed is that um while looking up stuff about preseason football is that people know a lot about the up-and-comer people that are coming straight out of schools like really specific info so football football is different than any other sport right when when i say that is the the investment that somebody gives into football like as far as an emotional investment is much more deeper because like a lot of times um all right so the football season is shorter okay it's only 16 or 18 weeks and then the, the playoffs come right true so like every is is one of those things where every game matters, right? So each every game means like so much. So um like especially like all right, let's say I was uh I graduated from University of Florida, right? Um even if I don't like the player, I have to pay attention to ev- all, all, everybody that graduates from there and gets drafted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um in my situation, I I do like I have I'm really invested in fantasy football, right? Like I like in the, in the main league that I play in is sort of like a, a we have like this trophy and a tro- like a trophy it's a trophy I, it's pretty serious wow I want a trophy yeah and like th- there's like a lot of trolling we have like this group chat right and it's it's pretty barbaric I'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty barbaric wow. yeah we we there's a lot of trolling and stuff like that but um yeah no it's for me, is I I'm invested in fo- in football mostly for fantasy football reasons, but I know people. Do you make money? You could, you can make money, but for me, it's bragging rights. Mm. I I would I would rather spend money to make them feel like shit for losing. I've done that in the past. You'd rather spend money to make what? <laughs> All right, I'll tell give you an, I'll give you an example. Okay. My friend Fred, shout out to Fred. Um, him Hi, and Fred. I. Yeah, him and I were facing each other one week, right? And um, prematurely, before it was, it was even announced that I won, like in the middle of our, our current week of gaming, um, I ordered uh, like three boxes of anchovy pizza. Like, and I paid for them to add three times worth the amount of anchovies on it. Oh my God. Right? And I also paid the delivery driver to leave it on his doorstep, okay? And I, I also paid for him to add uh, inside the box, like a, like a note saying, I win. And then with a smiley face. Wow. Um, and I, and it, it stayed outside of his house for like hours before the smell, because he has like a cat, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> and like it smelled really bad and I ended up winning I'm glad that I won that week because it would have looked really bad if I lost wait what happened to the cat nothing the, the cat the cat was the reason why they found the pizza because it, it would really want it kept like wanting to go outside you know what I mean sort of thing oh see this is why cats are good helpful yeah his he was telling me that like it smelled really bad for like a few days oh that's so gross but yeah see I'd rather in <laughs> I invest money in, 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 I'd rather lose money in making them feel bad for losing. Wow. You got to bring that energy to our karaoke party, September, September 8th. You know, we can have a trophy. We'll have winners. We take this seriously. Well, it's, this, you can't compete in karaoke. What are you talking about? I mean, there's like the score scoring system. I mean, the scoring system doesn't work, but we can determine who wins. I'm an expert. But how, like, how, how do you, what are the standards for that? It's just, it's just me determining. <laughs> what is it going to be, like, American Idol? Yes. What, are you going to give yourself the trophy? Yes. <laughs> we can totally have, like, winners and stuff. Um, the scoring system doesn't work, but we can be our own scoring system. <laughs> I just don't understand how you can win karaoke. Okay, it's all about, you know, picking the right song, first of all. How you do with the song, but most importantly, how energized you can make everyone else in the room feel. You know, are people are people standing up and clapping along, using the tambourine and, like, going with the beat? Are people being your backup vocals? Do you have backup dancers? Like, are you able to get people to join in? It's all about the enthusiasm, the energy of the room. That is how you know if you won but um do you like how i completely derailed sports to talk about karaoke <laughs> yeah no no I, I honestly honestly when i gave you the subject i already knew that you weren't going to have anything for it wow setting me up for disaster thanks wilson um i did try though um and i don't think i know any more about football or at least preseason football it's all good <laughs> but um yeah, I think maybe once it actually starts, I'll, like, dive in. Especially because I want to actually tailgate for the first time. <laughs> and I feel like I have to know, like, some football in order to justify doing that. What should I name? What should I name my football team in Theo's League? Hmm. Um, think, of, think of something that's good that relates to me and relates to puns. Hmm. There's so many possibilities. Hmm, I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Listeners, yeah. email us with your ideas, you know, <laughs> Wilson at 2 fish 2 No, by the time this comes out, the draft will be, the draft will already happen. Like, I need you to, I need you to let me know, yeah. Maybe we can, like, set up a poll or something. When, what time does it start? Tonight at 9 p.m. Okay, if I think of some ideas, some puns, and maybe we can post, like, a Twitter poll and people can vote. Anything of some puns, though. <laughs> um, no, you got this. <laughs> you always believe in me, Wilson. But, yeah, tailgating, though. I really want to do it this year. Do you like tailgating? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to tailgate for um, University of Miami's opening game. Actually, Ooh. a couple weeks. Actually, next weekend, I think. So, like, at tailgating, do you eat? Like, do you, like, make food? Or do you just... Like, drink? I don't grill, but somebody else does. And, yeah, I drink. Okay, okay. And do you do activities like that um, hole, the, the hole game? <laughs> a cornhole. Oh, yeah. that... I, I don't. I am terrible at it. 
TBH, I don't really know why people think it's fun. I don't know. I like. I don't either. Honestly, there's like, like even like shuffleboard, like all these like up, like these 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 nursing home games that are coming back. I don't understand how you losers find this entertaining. I'm sorry. Uh, I actually want to try shuffleboard. So it's. I'm telling you, it's it's like a life cycle, cat. All these games were like really fun back in like the '60s, and like they're literally nursing home games, <laughs> and. They're starting to come back into popularity now, like on some hipster shit. It, yeah, it is hipsters. Yeah. But, like, the shuffleboard place in St. Pete, like, it's really cheap, and you can bring your own beer. And so it's, like, cheap but fun, and you can, like, have That is the most hipster sentence I've ever heard in my life. What do you mean? A shuffleboard place where you can bring your own beer. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's economical. And it's an activity. So... All around great. They probably rented out a nursing home to do this. Do, do this at. Wow, hater. Um, but I think it is time to move on to our next segment. Two minute tantrum. <laughs> do you want to go first? Uh, I could go first. Okay, cool. Give me a timer. Yes. All right. Starting now. You can go. All right. So. You know, when I told Kat when I wanted to rant about, she said, oh, Matt's going to be offended. Well, this isn't, if this doesn't apply to you, Matt, then you shouldn't be offended. But I want to, she was like, ooh, Matt's going to be offended. No, no. See, I want to rant about, <laughs> I want to rant about Uber and Lyft drivers. Specifically, specifically, the ones that don't know when to shut the fuck up when I'm in the car. This is literally the worst thing. This this actually the one made me want to rant about it is when we were talking about our content call. I was in I was in an Uber, right? And I was clearly talking to you on the phone and he was talking to me as if like he was part of the conversation. And this happened so often. This literally happened so often where and I get in an Uber and he sees that I have my headphones on and he's still talking to me. I I don't get it. Like we were talking about um well we oh yeah we were talking about this upcoming um merch that we're doing right and and um he was like oh that's that's so great man what, what design are you gonna do I, I don't I, like as as i'm talking to you about it and like and i i look at him like he's crazy like, like he's crazy because it's like it's so intrusive you know what i mean it makes me feel like damn like i wish this was like sort of like a situation where there was like a, a, a glass where I could like close you know what I mean so he won't hear what I'm saying or, or I won't hear him talking or the other day when I was when I was in California right and I was ubering from the hotel to the airport this guy I had my headphones on like blasting music right and I see that he's like talking to me so I pause it and he's like telling me this whole story about last night and I was like oh yeah that's cool but if you don't mind like I just want to like listen to music and like kind of relax He's like, oh, it's cool. What are you listening to? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, like, what? what do you mean? Like, like, all right. As a driver, I understand that you're supposed to keep like a common, like a like a flow of relaxation going and like it's talking or whatever. But if you see that somebody doesn't want to talk, I'm sorry, cat. I gotta get this out. If you see someone, somebody doesn't want to talk to you, just shut the fuck up for at least the rest of the ride, please. Okay. Yeah. So Matt would definitely. That doesn't apply to him because the thing about being an Uber driver is you got to know, like, who wants to talk and who doesn't. Right. Good customer service, you know? That's my rant. Yeah. 
Okay, so I guess I will go now. So today my rant is going to be about how I cannot just enjoy Asian shit. Okay, so a little bit more explanation. Um, I don't know if it's really me or if it's society, but I feel like I can't just go to Chick-fil-A and order Polynesian sauce on the side because I feel like if I do that, people will be like, oh, well, yeah, typical. Of course, you can order the, order the Polynesian sauce. Um, and or other times where I want maybe I want to try, you know, the new Oriental Mandarin salad. It sounds refreshing, but I can't. And because I'll just look like stereotypical and Asian slaw is pretty good. OK, but I'm not going to tell the waitress with a serious face that I want the Asian slaw when I am Asian. <laughs> but then the other side to this whole rant is like sometimes I'm not sure if I like an Asian thing because I feel like pressure to like it because I am Asian. Like growing up, I had all sorts of Hello Kitty stuff. And I remember thinking as a little child, like, do I actually like this Hello Kitty stuff? Or am I just being like, is this just being presented to me? And I feel like I gotta like it because it's Asian. I don't even know anymore. I just don't like possibly being seen as a stereotype and I also hate it though when people say oh oh it's because you're Asian or like you know I had my fair share of Asian jokes I've had to endure them for as long as I could manage and I don't need that either but one thing is for sure something that I could have more of in my life is Polynesian sauce at Chick-fil-a um but I can't even let myself have it so yep <laughs> facts Polynesian sauce is incredible. Mm-hmm. So do you ever feel like that? No, no, no. It, it's it's real life. Okay, so everybody assumes that Dominicans love hookah. Like, it's it's such a stereotype. Like, the stereotype is Dominicans love platanos and hookah. Hmm. Like, and I hate hookah. You know what I mean? I despise hookah. So, yeah, I, I definitely get it. Trust me. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be seen as a stereotype, you know? Um, and I feel like I think I do like Hello Kitty. I don't know. I, I just bought some um, cute cat pens, though. Mm -hmm. You, like, click on the tail and the pen comes out. It's pretty cute. Um, I'm having an identity crisis, but it still has to be cute. Oh, no. <laughs> but regardless, though, do not assume that I'm automatically going to, like, all that Asian stuff, I guess. Like, like what you want to like, and don't judge, and let me just eat my nuggets in peace. Thank you very much. Exactly. No, I I feel you. I definitely get that. Mm -hmm. I definitely get that. When I go out with a bunch of Dominicans, they they pass me the hookah like they like they already know that I'm supposed to like it. So I definitely get it. Mm-hmm. Um. And now I think it is time to talk about to discuss the unfortunate case, which is. Nicki Minaj cringe moment of the week. Yeah, so actually we we can we can actually make this as a cringe moment of the week and just talk about it and dive right into the clip. Right. So back on info, she started picking a fight with Travis Scott um, due to album sales. Why don't you go into the background a little bit? Okay, yeah. So as you guys know, Travis Scott dropped the incredible Astro World, right? An incredible album. The rollout was in, impeccable. 
Um, actually, a quick quick note about Travis Scott. He sold out arenas in his pre-sale. Like that's that's how that's how great he's doing. You know what I mean? It's insane. So, um, anyways, he he um he found a way a formula right that was used by other artists right Taylor Swift used it earlier this year of of being able to sell merch okay sell merch mm-hmm. or and or and or pre-sale tickets right with his album mm-hmm. um and he is it's not like he invented that like it's been used before right um but he did it so well that basically his second week of sales outdid Nicki Minaj's first week of sales and man that made her upset here's a clip of Nicki Minaj talking about it whole nigga of the week of course is Travis Scott Woo! Travis Scott on Thursday when he realized the queen was about to have the number one album in America he and his label decided to have Kylie and baby Stormy put up a uh, tour pass he had her go and post and say hey i can't me and stormy can't wait to see y'all how are you selling something that does not have anything to do with your album but it's being counted on billboard as album sales but what we're not going to do is have this auto tool man coming up here selling fucking sweaters and telling y'all he sold half a million fucking albums because he didn't and it's a lot of rappers behind the scene that want to talk about it and they're scared but sweetheart, I'm not scared. I'm legendary in these streets. So is she saying that um, Travis is counting merchandise sales as album sales or what? I don't. So, yeah. So what it is, is he he sells. He, he was able to sell merchandise. Right. And it came with a digital, a digital copy of the album. Okay? Oh, OK. A digital copy of the album. Yeah. But the thing is that he, the the merch was it was only like a limited quantity that he had, right? And it was only like a limited time, like it was like twenty four hours at a time you're able to buy this merch. Mm-hmm. So, but he's so hot and so in demand that people were buying it so quick, right? So yeah, I feel like that's a common thing, right? When you get a digital copy with merchandise. My thing is. Yeah, my thing is Nicki Minaj didn't have bad numbers. She sold, I think I read it was like 180k in the first week. Wasn't she like number two? Right. And at any at any point in 2018, if you sell 180,000 copies, it's a win, right? It's a win. She she had a great week. It's just she did less than what Travis did, and that for some reason bothered her, and that bothers me because it in hip hop nowadays is like sort of like you have to be number one to do good and that's wrong you know what i mean 180k in 2018 is a win but she found it as a loss because somebody else was above her and that stigma that mentality that mean that mentality has been going on for a while but now i've never seen it this bad um back in the uh early 2000s jay-z made it a thing right where he he said that he was the better artist between him and nas because he sold more records like that was never that was never heard of before right Mm -hmm. or 50 cent 50 cent 50 cents argument versus ja rule or fat joe or jada kiss was not hey you rap better than me or hey you're more gangster than me it's like no i make more money than you i sell more records than you right it's less about the music 
Right, exactly. So the that mentality was it's 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 dumb to me, right? Because Nicki Minaj, like let's face it, like nobody's checking for her album anymore. I mean, obviously people are, yeah, I know, like I'm not checking for her album. Did you listen to it or no? No, I've heard a couple singles, but I haven't actually like listened to the al- whole album yet. Right. Right. I gave it one full listen and it's not for me. I'm not saying that it's bad, it's just not for me. You know what I mean? But I, I, I heard it was in. I, I say the same thing about um, Cardi B, though. I gave Cardi B a one full list, and it's just like, all right, this is good, but it's not for me. You know what I mean? So, like, like, yo, like, honestly, Nicki Minaj got to get over it. 180K in one week is not bad. It's a really good number. It's just Travis Scott had a better better week. That's it. So something that did stick out to me in that clip, though, was how she said that there were other people that were thinking these same thoughts, too, about Travis Scott and these things being unfair, but that they were too afraid to say anything. Um, like, do you think that's true? Do you think that there are actually people, other rappers that feel the same way? No, no, no. I, I, all right, Th- this is the thing, right? Nicki Minaj is, she is the, is the bully, right? is the bully that can only feel like she can bully someone if she's been in numbers, with, you know what I mean, with people. And she, I think she said that expecting other people to speak out on it, mm-hmm. but nobody has. Hmm. No, nobody has. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned Taylor Swift earlier. Is there a difference between what Travis Scott and Taylor Swift we're doing because I feel like I remember the tour that Taylor was doing. It was kind of sketchy the way that she was handling things. Well, no, T- Taylor Swift did it different. Ta- what Taylor Swift did was, if you buy a ticket to my tour, you get the album early. Hmm. You get the album early. Okay. The, what, what, yeah, what she did was different, but she still did that same method, right? Where she still sold albums without selling the album, sort of thing. Yeah. It, it's been done before, like m- many times. Kanye. Um, Last the, the the life of Pablo when the life of Pablo came out, it was it came out stream it streamed first right on title it was mm-hmm. a title exclusive, but then he dropped Yeezy season five I think it was and then he basically said hey if you buy this I'll send you a digital copy and he sold like a hundred k off of that right so like like it, it's it's not foreign it's been done before and and here's the crazy thing Nicki Minaj herself did it. Hmm. She did. It, she did it herself. Like she got. She's mad about something that was done better than what she did, because. So why why didn't it work out for her? What was was she also doing the merch thing? No. See, this this is the difference of what Travis did versus what Nikki did, right? Nikki did it to where if you buy a merch, you'll get a code, and then you can go to a Best Buy or whatever and give the code, and they'll give you a CD, right? They'll uh-huh. give you a physical copy. Oh. Versus Travis was, if you buy merch, I'll send you a digital copy of the album. Oh, okay. Right. So, like, it was... Nikki's just didn't work. And her fans just weren't... Like, her merch was garbage. Like, if you were to look at the quality of the merch, like, Travis had some really good merch. Travis was selling skateboard decks, ashtrays, rugs. He was selling rugs. He was selling, yeah, sweatpants. He was selling um, toolboxes. No, no lie, he had so many different merch items versus Nicki Minaj had four, a total of four merch items. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? So, yeah, no, it's it, it was a complete loss on her end. And honestly, it I, I, I don't want to be this guy, like I, but like she's really, really got to get off the drugs. 
Cause like I've heard, I've heard multiple people say that she's been like on this binge on like pills and stuff, and it's oh. like apparent she's been going crazy. Oh no! You know what I mean? <laughs> she's been going crazy lately. So unfortunate. I feel like it would be just the best if she could just focus, go back to and focus on just the music, you know. But like it seems like it's just all about publicity. Yeah. Just like really apparent, like everyone's about publicity, but it's just even more obvious with her, and it's super cringy. And mm, let me just say, Cardi Cardi B is dropping an album next month, and Nicki should be terrified about that. Hmm. Terrified about that. You know, they didn't have to be like enemies, though. You know. No, no, they didn't have to be enemies, but she kind of made this about that. You know what I mean? And yeah, she, Nicki Minaj should be terrified about that. Nicki, Cardi B drops next month. There's a lot of hype. I don't know if you've seen the video of Cardi B when she came out of the show at the Migos and Drake show yesterday, Mm-mm. but that 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 audience was deafening. They're ready to see her perform. Hmm. I'm gonna check out the video, um, but in the meantime, I think it is about that time. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Um, but oh, don't forget karaoke night. Wilson's birthday coming up. Maybe a brunch thing, maybe a dinner thing. Who knows? But it's happening Saturday, September 8th. Get excited. Yeah, September 8th. Um, hit us up if you want to come through. Like, pull up. If you guys aren't doing anything and you're in the Tampa area, just hit us up. Yeah, just send me an email at cat at twoofficialtwolegit.com. Let us know if you want to go. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlim Design and Facebook under Catlim. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, MySpace, wow. Xbox Live, at <laughs> WZ Happening. Um, yeah, hit me up if you if you ever if you ever want to get a Fortnite session in. Just hit me up. Let's, let's make it happen. At like two, three in the morning again. Nah, nah. We'll schedule a time that's reasonable for humans to be awake. Good. <laughs> oh, keep up with our, with our playlist also. Like, we dropped the playlist last week, um, and yeah, it's a really good playlist. I think we're going to need another themed playlist soon. Yeah, send us some themes. Send it to cat at twoofficialtoolegit.com. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, episode 40. See you guys next week. See ya.